<laughs> you said your name was uh, Harambe. Is that right? <laughs> sure, you can call me whatever you want. Okay, Daddy. Um, here's the, here's the deal. <laughs> What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of an interesting discussion. Sometimes we are back with the regular boys. We got a regular episode. It's me, Christian. I'm with Haran, Tarun, and Harsha. And we actually have some hard-hitting topics today. But first, we're going to catch up with Tarun and Harsha, who had a, uh, an interesting movie experience. Where they, you know, they, Maybe it was trick. a strange experience. No, no, no. But they're not doctors, fam. But you know, you know, like the trick that people do, like uh, in the movies, where they get extra large popcorn and they cut the hole out from the bottom of it. <laughs> That's what I'm just guessing what happened. Um, you guys can prove me wrong. Just, just tell nah, me. Harsha hasn't enough. done that since like yesterday, 2017. Oh. What happened in 2017? 2018, bro. I don't know either. Oh, that's when Harsha had the movie pass. So he was like going every weekend. Man. Oh, is that what they call? Oh, it? yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so Harsha, how how have you learned from your salty experiences? <laughs> hey, reset the story. <laughs> Wait, we did we say there was another person there too? I feel like it's just getting weird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. So turn me and one other person, uh, one of our friends on the po- who came on the podcast before, uh, we watched Doctor Strange too uh, mm-hmm. yesterday. Uh, mm-hmm. For those of you who haven't seen it, I give it a seven out of ten. But this story is not about the movie, so don't worry about any spoilers. Wait, wait can I give that uh, question? Is yes. It, is that, was that higher than you rated Spider-Man after originally seeing it? Or? Uh, no, I think I had Spider-Man at a seven and a half, actually. Oh, we're just making up what you had Spider-Man. Yeah, I, I mean, continue. I don't know. But <laughs> okay. I, I, remember, I, think, oh, I remember. Oh, I remember. Wait, oh, what was it? It was, was lower. It? it was lower. Bro. Oh, really? Yeah, it was like a six. Oh, yeah. Because I had more higher expectations for so, uh, no, why did Spider-Man. You me, man? Huh? What? Haran's a kid who fucking sits in the front of the class and like if the teacher like misspells or miss like no, I remember everyone that was watching <laughs> we, 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 watch we, we, <laughs> we went to watch Spider-Man with like 10 people I think we shared this on the podcast maybe but um, I was the only one that gave it like a 9 out of 10 everyone else gave it like a 6 a 5 Bro, we like get it four. it was your fucking villain origin story I, I got a list I, got a, I kept a list I kept a list oh. I continue sorry based on my expectations for Spider-Man I was more disappointed after watching it because I didn't have high expectations for this movie because I didn't even like the first one but now I continue with my story if everyone's okay thank you okay so <laughs> We were watching this movie uh, at a theater near my house, and Tarun texted me actually on Sunday while he was buying the tickets. He was like, does this theater have recliner seating? And I was like, yeah, I'm pretty sure because we sat recliner for one of the Eternals and like some other movies. And he was like, oh, okay. Because last time I went, they didn't have recliner seating. And scintillating um, conversation. Like, what okay. the fuck? <laughs> no, so we were like... Then I, I was like, oh, uh, I think some of them have recliner seating and some don't. And since this is a big movie, we should be fine. Okay. So we go there, we get our tickets, 8.15, we show up on time, so get there, the seats are not recliner, they're these stupid red seats that you can lean back, but it still hurts your neck and you can't recline and it's pretty shitty. You can lean and back the probably was, 25 degrees as yeah. opposed to mm, that's pretty cool. flat. Wait, do you guys really <laughs> prefer recliner seats? Yeah, yeah man. If, yeah. After the option of like going to the for the last like what five six, it's so much better. I think. Yeah. I don't know. I, I feel like I don't like it. It's not really a movie experience. Look, I'm at home. 
Oh, yeah, we, we get you, you had a shitty childhood. Can you just let Harsha finish the fucking story? <laughs> I'm just asking questions, man. Why can't I ask questions? Wait, oh, that was wait so at home, do you recline and watch? No, like, I, I can watch like movies in my bed, like my parents' bed. Like growing up, you like I was like sit in my okay, bed. Okay, they don't have well, fucking full size mattresses. Yeah, you lay down though, right? Theater. A little bit, right? You don't sit up straight. Do you sit up straight? Wait, what? Like no, I don't. I don't bed? sit up straight. Wait, I, I said I don't sit up straight. What? Oh, so it's like watching a movie at home and you don't like that. Yeah, I, like, I feel like it's. I want to be like I'm at a theater. I feel like I'm oh. just like in my bed watching a movie. It doesn't feel right. I don't know. It feels weird. Also, I feel like I'm going to fall asleep half the time when I like that. Uh, it's okay, Ron. Next time when you're in bed, we can make a movie instead. Like when Actually, you watch the channel, I legitimately fell asleep. But that was more because the movie was fucking ass. The movie was whatever. shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. So uh, the movie the theater was empty in general because it was a Monday, I guess. Uh, so then Tarun had the idea of... Um, why don't we just ask the guy if there's another showing of Doctor Strange in a theater auditorium that has recliner seating? I'm like, okay, that's not a bad idea. So I went and asked, and then he was like, yeah, we have one at 8.30. So apparently auditoriums 11 to 15 have recliner seating, and this was 13, so it worked out. But he was like, oh, you have to go swap your tickets at concessions because they, you can't just like exchange it with me because mm-hmm. you already scanned the tickets or whatever. Mm-hmm. So we're about to do that. And then Turin had the other great idea of uh, what we shouldn't ask them because what if they say no and then we can't go sit at the recliner seating and then we'll be fucked and have to go back to where we were. So let's yeah, just go and said, check it out. He said if they don't let you switch, then you have to pay for new tickets again. Yeah, right? yeah. Oh, and they would, then they would see right. us like walk because um, right. the recliner seats were on the other side of the movie theater. So mm-hmm. they would see us like walking to the <laughs> walk into the wrong one. So then they would say something, you know. Wait, wait, couldn't you just ask and they said no, you just go back? No. We could have done that, but we wanted to have the option of sneaking in there and getting a seat if there are seats available instead okay. of getting fully rejected. Okay, okay. You don't like that? No, no, no that's not good. good idea. Yeah, okay. I mean, it's, so, I, <laughs> that was an idea. Yeah, I mean, looking at a good idea. On your own so, so they had one at eight thirty, just fifteen minutes after our uh, show time. So okay. Like, okay, we don't have to wait that long. We got in. There's recliner seatings, like the guy said. So we sat down, enjoyed some nice trailers. Mm-hmm. I had a good time. I, I feel the bad thing. Yeah. And then at this point, it was eight fifty. By the way, when we finished, yeah, yeah, because it's like twenty. There's a, more trailers than usual, I think, in general. Mm. Um, so we got to most of the trailers, and the screen went black. We're like, oh, it's gonna be like the Marvel thing or the Coke and popcorn roller coaster oh, thing no. or something like that. And then it says, "Please put on your three D glasses." <laughs> <laughs> No, <laughs> and they were like, "What?" And then they showed a trailer of Avatar two, and then it was a three D. Oh. We're like, "Oh, is it just that, or like what? Why for a trailer?" And then yeah. we were all like looked at each other, just had the same shocked face, like, "What the fuck?" Wait, and this theater happen? was empty. Like, you didn't see anyone. It was fa- no, yeah, it was fairly empty, and like we saw like some people after that like put three D glasses. There was like okay, two like, other. Seven. There was two people, two older men in front of us, and like a couple in the back. Hmm. Yeah. that's all we saw so was like, and when the 3d glasses thing came on i saw the guy like lean over out of his pocket and put on his 3d glasses over his actual <laughs> glasses i was like fuck man people are actually prepared for this oh, <laughs> it's yeah. a 3D movie. Wait, but did they have like the thing outside the theater it's yeah a- they didn't they didn't have that they didn't say what the fuck people bought their own 3d glasses i mean when they bought the ticket like they probably got the 3d glasses but outside i don't know but usually they, they, they hand it out like yeah, usually they hand it right outside the yeah. oh damn that's crazy so we're like what the fuck so then we ran outside <laughs> and then we saw an auditorium right across from the one we were just in. And uh, we were like, it was 8.45. So just 15 minutes after the other one. So we we're like, okay, we'll go in there. And we were like, oh, this is on the same side of the theater. So it should be your recliner seating because the guy said 11 to 15. We go in there. It's the same fucking red stupid seats from 15, 8.15. 
and no one else was in the uh, theater, so just us, which was pretty good. We got to like comment out loud and uh, that's like, cool. We just laugh the whole thing, but you know, laugh mm. fully. But yeah, we wasted thirty minutes basically, <laughs> and we rewatched the same fucking trailer. We watched Avatar two trailer in two D. Wait, how was Avatar? I'm teasing that. Yeah, I'm actually curious about that. I didn't get it. You didn't get it. Like I mean, like 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 it didn't say anything about the story. Oh, okay, okay, like a teaser, a teaser. Yeah. Okay. Did they like just show Pandora and that was it? Yeah, yeah. Okay. They show Pandora as some motherfucker swimming with like a whale or something. I don't know. And then that's it. True. Underrated movie. That's all I'll say. You mean the highest grossing movie of all time is underrated? Second Not highest, I thought. Right. It's uh yeah, Endgame is highest now. But it's like it's no. pretty close. I'm sorry, it took ten years to. <laughs> I feel <laughs> that like is under- crazy. I think it's overhated. I guess that's why I call it underrated. Shut up. Um, <laughs> speaking of overhated, I don't agree with that. But uh, Tarun had a had a great this man's full of great ideas. He had a great idea that we would all watch the Kanye documentary because he, I think, watched it before us, and he was like, "Okay, this would be a good a good talking point." Uh, would you like to introduce the? I mean, you could just give yeah, a synopsis give a brief, or whatever. Yeah, 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 I can give a brief like gist of what it is. Hmm. So basically, the Kanye doc- documentary is. Um, it's a compilation of like what 20 years of Kanye's mm. life, basically mm-hmm. from when mm. Kanye started as a producer in Chicago all the way up to like what he is now, essentially. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's made by this guy um, who originally was like a comedian, but he kind of like dropped out of that to become like a, uh, I guess like a videographer, a documentarian. Yeah. yeah. Just because he's so. Also from Chicago. Oh, yeah. Also from Chicago, yeah, they yeah. were homies. Um, um, yeah, yeah, just because he was so kind of like enamored, mem- yeah. mesmerized by Kanye himself, even like back then, like when Kanye was essentially like a nobody. Um, yeah. I mean, like he was making a few beats here and there, but this is like back when. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think Kanye was making a little money, but he wasn't like anything. Yeah, right. what he is today. Um, so yeah, it literally follows like every trial tribulation that the man's went through in his life, going from like. Um, you know, producing, moving to New York, producing some more, but trying to become a rapper. And people felt like, oh, you know, Kanye, he's a producer. He can't be a rapper. He can't be a rapper. So Mm -hmm. all this struggles he went through to try to get a record deal and um, moments where like he first met people like Jay-Z, Pharrell, um, moments where he, you know, like started creating like some of the most well-known songs in the history Mm -hmm. of the planet. Um, And you also sort of start to see... um, you see, you see his like super, you know, rise to stardom, as yeah. well as um, his kind of fall when he starts to, I guess, battle a little bit more with like mental illness and yeah. uh, that type of stuff, and go, um, you know, I guess for lack of a better word, kind of like crazy, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, what did you guys think? I think it was insane. Some of the footage they had was insane. Yeah. yeah. Like um, they had a foot. They had like this footage of like Pharrell first reacting. Um, to through the was it through the wire? No. Yeah, yeah, through yeah, the wire. Yeah. yeah, through the wire. I guess like some context. Uh, so Kanye got in a really bad car crash uh, back yeah. in like two thousand two, two thousand three, um, mm-hmm. and his he like pretty much like fractured, almost like pretty much broke his jaw, I think. And like, yeah, they like he was like his mouth was like wired up, and while in the hospital, like he was still grinding to finish his album, and like he came up with the song through the wire and like, yeah. wrapped it while his mouth was wired up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and. Uh, just, yeah, so like he played that song for Pharrell, and like Pharrell fucking lost his mind. The dude literally left the room. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, what is this? Um, that was that's cool to see. Just like him with his mom. Yeah, like his, his mom Donda was on the was in the um, 
in the documentary a lot and just like they captured like a lot of like just like the relationship the way they like they talked to each other and like the yeah. way they vibed um mm-hmm. it was really wholesome and that was another big turning point was when she died yeah yeah exactly yeah, yeah. that's kind of when that was like the first part of his downfall i've seen and then yeah. it kind of just like spiraled but yeah i thought it was, it was a really good documentary i was i was surprised yeah i it kind of took for me like a so the dude who was like did all the shooting it Oh, all of the videography stuff. Um, his name is Kuri. And it became, towards the end, like a little bit more of a narrative of how he saw it from his perspective. Because, yeah. like, they kind of grew apart, like, I guess in the, like, the late 2000s, I would say. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, like, he started a family and, but, you know, Kanye became like a superstar so like you never really you never really saw any of like the um watch the throne or um my beautiful most beautiful dark twisted fantasy jesus christ yeah. there was like there's like a huge gap in like the footage up until like uh he does jesus is king or life yeah. of pablo life of pablo yeah um so there's like a a gap in time there um with like his marriage to Kim and like all I don't that know how stuff. they did that though. They like overlapped like yeah. his family going while like Kanye is like yeah going, like, no like it's done well stuff. but like you can tell how like it's a different perspective because he's not there. yeah he's like look outside looking in. yeah like pretty much our perspective I guess like yes yeah. um but like not to spoil it but like they they kind of they go back to like being around each other most of the time at the end um from. When pretty much he's recording Jesus is King up until, I don't want to say now, but from what they showed, it was like he was still doing the Sunday services and yeah, all that stuff uh, and putting out Donda. So pretty recent. Um, I would, I think, like, I actually enjoyed the the way it was put together a lot. The like actual narrative story, like side of it. It was kind of like, I thought it was really cool. Like seeing all these people that are like legendary, especially from Chicago, uh, like no ID. And uh, that one part, I think it was in the first episode where I think he's rapping uh, to Scarface or yeah, somebody. Like he, yeah, he was rapping his album. To, uh, he was rapping yeah. some of the songs on his album to Scarface. Yeah, and he was trying to get yeah, and he was trying to get a feature because he was still, I think, still trying to become an artist on um, Rock Nation. Yeah. And, like, that was one of the, like, especially in the first episode, that was, like, a huge problem was, like, he, was, he wasn't really signed as a producer to Rock Nation, but he was, like, their in-house producer, and he was trying to become, like, a, an artist and get a deal for Rock Nation. And so he thought, like, oh, if I get, like, one of Rock Nation's biggest like artists on a on a feature like that shows them that like you know i'm there so like to see people like that and you see like you see this they had video of like jamie fox doing like the the lines on kanye album like that kind of stuff like that's really cool to see like those are like legendary moments that like to be able to capture that i think is really cool um but towards the end I, i i didn't like dislike it because i thought it was still like a good documentary but it was just kind of it's very real, but it's also kind of, it sucks to see him like go down that path of, mm-hmm. like, I understand it's because of mental illness, but it also shows in the whole documentary that like, he's kind of always been like that. 
Like it didn't just like come out of nowhere. Like his personality. Like, yeah, it's, it's like, like his platform got bigger, and then like, yeah, to his head, yeah. I feel like. And to me, that that just kind of resembles like the rise of like media where you can just like do whatever the fuck. Yeah, and there's just so much exposure to everything that I mean, it there's probably tens of millions of people like him, but like he, they just on the same platform as him. Yeah. So I thought it was really good. It's just the end, like. It didn't ruin it. I don't think that's the right way to put it, but like it, it was kind of like kind of sexy, especially yeah, especially since they grew apart and they were supposed to be like homeboys and it was it was a little tough, but they got back together. So, you know. Yeah. And on a good better note. Yeah, it was like it's just like it's crazy to see how many moments there were where he was just like talking about his grind or just like rapping into mm-hmm. like these people. Mm-hmm. And like everyone's just like in awe. They're all just like standing and watching this dude, and they're like, they have no idea like what's he about here, what he's about to come. Like they're yeah. all like, oh, like, this guy like is talented, but I'm sure no one actually envisioned him to be like where he is in the rap game right now. Yeah. And yeah, just like getting all that footage is wild. Cause like I remember I watched a Coldplay documentary where they also pretty much like filmed Coldplay like before they even had like any like record deal or mm-hmm. put out any albums. And then yeah. just like they he like they filmed them after like throughout. I wonder how many people there are like out, out there that just do that. Like they just like find like a young talent and just like follow them. Yeah, just think, the hope that think, think of all the big. ones. Think of all the ones that like don't pan out. Imagine, exactly. Yeah, that's, imagine that's how many, crazy commitment. Imagine to make. how many stories are like out there of people like in a similar situation that just like never make it. Yeah, I know. Well, Especially back in the day, bro. Like, I mean, yeah. like now it's so easy to document anything, but like, yeah, you know, 20, 25 years ago, man's had to pull like pull up with like, <laughs> a film camera that probably yeah. had like you know a few hours of footage max. And even then, that's super expensive. And, you know, like, Kanye wasn't really, like, paying demands before. Yeah. Know? Like, yeah, that yeah. guy was kind of doing, like, the basically the, the guy, Cootie, that was, like, filming everything. He was doing, like, odd jobs on the side and stuff. But his main thing was still, like, documenting Kanye, which is crazy to me. Yeah. That he yeah. could, for that long, he could um, do all that. Now, to be clear, he's not just some random dude off the street. He he had he was working with, like, a, a public TV in Chicago and, like, MTV Mm-hmm. so like he wasn't like totally like from ground zero like, he had, he had like I, for himself like people yeah knew him, yeah like, like in uh, in chicago like he was like known so he wasn't just like oh you know what i see this guy once at a club i'm gonna start falling around the camera <laughs> yeah kind of, kind of stalkerish when you put it that way yeah, it was a little more it was a little more like uh set up and but yeah. yeah it was it's still an insane commitment do you guys think that something like that could be possible today with artists coming up just because uh now it's so easy for like the artists themselves to put themselves out there and there's so much exposure like i don't know if you still get that real effect of like having those conversations and stuff you just put something on your story be like hey i'm recording with whatever whoever today and shit like that yeah i, I think, think it won't have the same authentic. effect i guess it won't yeah. really have the same effect anymore because it's just like overexposure of all these artists like trying to like get big but I mean, it's just fair yeah. like you gotta do yeah. what you gotta do to get your name out there but um you don't even need like a cameraman anymore like yeah. <laughs> you just gotta film yourself i think i think it, it's so. different because I don't want to pick on people, but like, say like Kid Leroy or Jack Harlow or mm. I don't know, whoever you want to pick that can be who is viewed as like an industry plant or whatever. Right. I, I'm not saying they are, but that's just kind of like the the aura around them is that they were kind of like an industry plant. Like those kinds of stories, they just like pop out of nowhere. But I guess I think it would be more suited to somebody who's like, quote unquote, underground who like never makes it to that like upper echelon to where like you can actually see them go through like the trials and tribulations where like they fail 
like they're not like successful to the extent that even like I don't even know what like like a B level artist, right? So like I think that kind of story, like where, where you're like that uber successful, like imagine the paparazzi. Like I know Kanye's had his problems with the paparazzi, but imagine if they were following him around in Chicago, like in the early two thousands. Like imagine how much of that kind of shit you would have seen like then. Um, so I don't know if that was the greatest analogy, but I guess I'm saying that like, it's a better narrative now as an underground, because once you reach like a certain tier, like just like you have no privacy almost. Yeah. Do you you think Drake's going to have a doc too really soon? Dude, that'd be cool. That'd be cool. I I don't even, I'm sure there's gotta be someone out there that was filming Drake at some point. Well, but also, like, he was already he was already like established. That's, that's not established, saying. but he he had a name. That's what I was thinking. Like Drake, Drake's because all about unquote, the narrative when you think about it too. Like yeah, the documentary, Drake's quote unquote come up came like after he was done with Degrassi. Yeah. So, but when he's on Degrassi, like he's already like I don't want to say famous, but known. But he's on TV, like people. Yeah, know. like yeah. people our age, if you watch Degrassi. Like you, you, you recognized him, I guess. It's like it's like Gambino, kind of. Not really, but kind like, of, kind yeah. of similar. Like people, like I guess, saw Don, Don Donald Glover, and are like, oh shit, this guy's a rapper. But <laughs> yeah, I mean, that was my reaction. I was like, holy shit, this guy can spit bars. What's going on? Yeah. So, yeah, but I, I think going from like the the lows that Kanye went to to the highs he went to, I think that's that to be able to follow that whole journey would be a lot harder now. Yeah. Oh, what did you think, man? I thought it was pretty good. I didn't. I'll be hundred uh, percent honest. I didn't finish the whole thing. I didn't finish mm. like the last part, just because I was already like disappointed. I mean, I already knew every like I knew that part more so than like the beginning, just because we were older. But like, I was like, yeah. I don't really want to relive this. Yeah. Um, yeah. So fair. it took me longer to finish it. Um, yeah. I thought it was pretty cool to see the beginning. I didn't realize like how long it took him for to get a date on his first album, even after getting signed. Yeah. And, like that whole process. I just yeah. thought he. One made one of JT's songs, so then he was like, "Okay, now you're in." But yeah, hey, this dude, like this dude, like had his album like pretty much finished in like early 2002 yeah. or something, and then like yeah. <laughs> couldn't put it out until 2004. I I enjoyed that part of it specifically because it shows like the whole process and like the different sort of like juggling you have to do like as a in people because like. You see all these dudes, like all of the rappers that were in Rock Nation, especially like Jay-Z and like all these dudes, they were all like pushing for Kanye because they could they recognize like kind of not what he would be, but like the talent that was there. Uh, but it's it, because they kept saying like there was like a battle between Rock Nation and I think Def Jam to mm-hmm. trying to like get him as an artist. And they weren't really like fighting hard. It was just kind of like the boards were just kind of like. They don't give a shit about it. And so, it, like, you, in order to get signed, like, yes, you have to be talented. But if you just recognize that, like, all those huge artists were, like, Dewey's talented and the, the labels were just, like, nah, we don't fuck with it. Then that's just the end of it. Like, the, the, the boards at these labels, like, ran all that shit. I think it's a little yeah. easier now because yeah. a lot of the quote unquote boards at the, at record labels, especially like the, the labels that are owned by artists 
are more artist driven, like the huge artists, like Eminem has his own record label. Like I don't really want to talk about Thugger right now because he just got Rico charges, but YSL has their own like label. And so like it's more involved with the artists who they like pick and choose like who can get signed to their label. But especially back then, it was just like all like boards of people who were I don't want to say they're out of touch, but they were kind of they definitely were not as like on the scene with it. Yeah. But even like when Rock Nation signed, they're still like kind of treating me as a producer, not yeah. even a rapper, which is kind of like disappointing to hear. But yeah. I was like thinking like you made so many beats back in the day. Like mm-hmm. think about how many beats and you probably like made like rhymes to all those beats that he made. I'm sure yeah. there's so many like good songs out there that we just never heard. <laughs> yeah. Because like he just gave the beats away to like another rapper. Yeah. Um, another scene that stuck, uh, stuck out to me was like when he was like in the Rock Nation building itself and just like going to like random assistants and execs building, yeah. and just like rapping to them, and like <laughs> they just looked like they didn't gonna give they didn't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah. But he just like never stopped. He just kept on like going to each door, which is kind of funny. Yeah, I kind of wish we had more. Like I wish they didn't grow apart, so like we could have seen their like that like. Obviously, they showed the video like the footage of like what he did at the Grammys with like Taylor and everything. Um, imagine like a post like right after it happened imagine like like that era imagine if we had like the few years surrounding that like i feel like when he's like a like a superstar um before he has his like starts going on the decline like i feel like that's a whole different i think that's not really part of this story um that they tell but i feel like it would also be super interesting to see like all the shit with like like i said his marriage and like all this crazy shit that goes on yeah, or like uh, him and Jay Z recording some of Watch the Throne together. Yeah, I thought that'd be really, really cool to see. Yeah. yeah. Turn. What, what was your? How did you get into this doc? And like, what were your first impressions? I saw it on Netflix front page, and oh wait, actually no, that's false. I was listening to uh, a Cody Co podcast, and they were talking about it briefly, and then mm. um, Noel on the podcast had kind of mentioned what we mentioned where it's like you can gradually see his decline like over mm-hmm. the years even though it's kind of sparse like Cootie and him didn't spend a lot of time together but he mentioned that and i was like oh this is like really intriguing like i i, I, didn't, I didn't realize like the documentary was so like from like a different generation era? essentially yeah. yeah era you know like from the very beginning like that's crazy for like there's probably no other documentary about any other superstar that like follows that deeply mm, um, yeah and the fact that this man's like saved 25 years of footage somewhere and like didn't lose yeah. any of it or anything that's fucking yeah. crazy yeah. um especially considering like how many different like forms of cameras there were like <laughs> yeah definitely started on film that's what i was thinking too yeah <laughs> like floppy disks sd cards to like whatever you know what i mean like it's it's fucking nuts um but yeah i mean i think just in general like it, it's crazy to see like his character arc from hmm. beginning to end like yeah um, in the end, there's like, I think that was like what um, kind of put everything in, spec- in perspective for me. Like in the end, um, like one of the final scenes, um, Kudi was with Kanye, who's having a meeting with some like, I- I'm assuming like really powerful, uh, like, ex- I was going to say expensive people, rich people. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and Kanye is just like, he's just like saying stuff. And oh, is this one they're like, on the island? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Kanye was just kind of like saying stuff. I don't know if it was like a business idea or proposition or some type. Yeah, of, yeah. I think they I were like know. going into um real estate together. Yeah. Um, and those were like two dudes who were looking to like 
they were all looking to be like business partners. Yeah, and like Kanye just went on like some weird ass like tangents Bro, and yeah. it didn't make any sense what he was saying but like everyone around him is just kind of like nodding because like the, yeah what do you say to that right and cootie was like you know this is when he realized that like kanye was like as as bad as yeah you know it, it seems like online basically and he said like right. out of respect he's not gonna film like yeah. these moments anymore yeah. um which just shows like how like you know di- i guess different it was because i feel like being like that famous probably put him in like like in like a kind of like a weird echo chamber of sorts like, yeah i think christian you kind of mentioned this too but like like him saying all this crazy shit and then probably getting validation from people right. online like everywhere yeah. just like made him you know way more um yeah you know wild secure yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. wild but still like security exactly yeah um so yeah, that, that was definitely the most intriguing thing. Um, cause yeah, you, you'll, you'll never find something like that again. I feel like. Yeah. It's, it's hard. Cause like personally, like I want to dislike him for like a lot of the choices he's made, especially in the last like five, six years or so. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you have to recognize that it's somebody with a mental illness and mm-hmm. part of it is that they can't control it. And so that doesn't excuse everything, but at the same time, you have to like be cognizant of the fact that they can't control everything mm-hmm. that they say or like how they act all the time. So yeah, it's like per- like I want to be upset at him, but like I mean, obviously, I'm never gonna be face to face with Kanye West and be like, "Yo, you're a fucking idiot." <laughs> but yeah, it's just hurtful. I think because he'll go on these tirades and then he won't apologize and people will be like oh he's such a jackass and it's a mental illness but he's still the jackass like i don't really know how to say it yeah anyway it's called it's called genius uh j-e-e-n-y-u-h with a hyphen uh and it's three episodes they're each an hour and a half long i think I think the last one might be a little longer, but it's a it's a good it's a good little watch. Definitely, uh, definitely recommended. But yeah, because they were episodes, they didn't have any ads. Then this is episode with an ad, so we'll be right back. That's poor from you. Hey, you should have said because it was on Netflix. There's no ads. Okay, fuck it. We're taking an ad break now. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. I don't think I introduced this at the beginning, but we are going to have... It's not a game show. It's more just, like, a show. <laughs> Great explanation. <laughs> um, it's, a, it's a copy of what is very popular, but we're going to call it... Uh, we're going to be the, the Spunks Bank. That's what, that's what we are. Um, and we're we're four spunky Don't guys. Say that. No, 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 no. Um, that is not me. I'm not part of this. There's no other. I tried like for f- ten minutes trying to come up with a name, and that was the best I could do. We'll take it. So Fine. that's that's who we are. The spunks. Yeah. Should we introduce ourselves? To yeah, to to your fellow spunks. Uh, who are you? Great. Everybody's here. My name is. <laughs> My name is. <laughs> my name is. Hi. Wait, um, should we before we 
Yeah, just, okay, fine. I'll just throw the cats out of the back. It's a, it's a, it's a Shark Tank rip up, whatever. So we each have our own little uh, product and idea or business or whatever the fuck you want to do. We uh, we, gave, we gave some like ground rules. We're going to do a pitch or whatever. And it's We're going to try the best we can. Honestly, I've seen one episode of Shark Tank in my entire life, so it's going to go very well. But we have an order of who's going to go, and we're going to kick it off with... Mr. Dr. Tarun. Okay, thank you. Sir. Indeed. <clears throat> I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, are we allowed to play like the music that goes? I don't when... think so. Okay. Because like when the when the contestant walks in, it's like dun 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 it's okay i'll find i'll find gonna do like, i'll find gonna do some like post interviews too or just like <laughs> barbara was a bitch <laughs> no i'll okay. put i'll put some music behind okay okay hi sharks i mean hi spunks indeed <clears throat> my name is Tarun Nadapali, and i'm the founder and ceo of see my Cret. what see my Cret. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in. I'm here seeking a million dollar investment for 1% of my company. Mm. Now, we all know that big tech companies like Google and Facebook know Mm -hmm. more about us than we do ourselves. Mm. The question is, what do they really know? This is where See My Cret comes in. We're the world's (laughs) first website that lets you pay to see anyone's search history, texts, or any other secrets about them. Okay, okay. Remember when Target knew someone was pregnant before her father knew? This is the same concept. Mm. <laughs> Roll time. Want to know? Want to know what kind of porn Haran watches? You'll be able to find out now for a small fee. I mean, want to know what OnlyFans models Harsha subscribes to? Well, now it's possible. <laughs> I'm in. I'm so in. I'm far in. <laughs> I'm ready for the Q and A section. Okay. Uh, <laughs> So, how how would you? What I'm paying for? What what uh? What what would I get out of it other than just you know a stake? You know, is there is like a month a monthly subscription to this service or or how how would you go about maintaining an income other than ads? Mm. Okay, so I was thinking it's more like a case by case basis. Mm. Or not? I was thinking. I mean, it works like a case by case basis. Uh, so like, let's say you want to find out something about somebody, you would type in their name and then there'd be like categories like sexual orientation, uh, you know, uh, other random data things that you wouldn't know (laughs) from, yeah, yeah, like it could be for anybody, by the way, it could be celebrities. Is it, is it like a, I want to know what Haran's porn search is. So that's $10. But if I want to know what Harsh's porn search is, that's like $15. Yes, or, and in okay. fact, we're even building out a feature right now um, huh? for crowdfunding. So you know that oh. scene in the interview where uh, Eminem was gay. Yes, yes, I do remember that. Scene. So I was thinking we could have like a. Oh, sorry, not I was thinking. There's a feature. <laughs> <laughs> There's a feature where everyone, if they want to find out like Eminem's real sexual orientation, I see. 
they can we can all band together. I like that. That's good. That's good. That's mm. good. And all the money goes to or no, no, sorry. We take fifty percent <laughs> of any uh, like of any transaction that's uh, you know okay. gone through our website. So it's like, is there like a, a factor per person that like you have like on all people in the in the world right now to so say like? Because you're saying like how like harsh is like harsh information is worth more than mine. Mm-hmm. Like how how are you determining this? Like is it just like yeah yeah? What so do you, what we, do you have to do um, back this yeah. So we have um, I hired a few clout analyzers okay okay I like um, yeah. mm-hmm. and they analyze your clout and depending mm. on the clout multiplier that, mm. depa- that defi- defines how much yeah. um Harna, i think it works on a, on a general supply and demand mm. you know just like any good mm. business i think it works on yes. a, you know because harsh's porn is more intricate and more you know <laughs> needed in the world it's mm-hmm. cost it costs more needed <laughs> Are you talking about his sports search or his porn? Oh, I'm talking? sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. His searches, though, they are also. <laughs> I don't remember somebody used the word intricate when <laughs> describing Mad. So, when you're doing this crowdfunding, does the person that you're crowdfunding for have to sign off on it or would you reach a certain amount? Is just okay? <laughs> I'm glad you asked that because actually the, the person that we're crowdfunding for has no idea. <laughs> but Because here's the thing, right? The way we get this data is by buying it from Google. So there's a, it's a very expensive business, you know? That's why it's only in 1 million per. Yeah. Yeah. We need a lot of money. We need a lot of money. How many, um, other, how many, how many other investors do you have right now? None. It's just me. I built this from the ground up. Mm. Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> I start at first. I started selling my own secrets, man, and you know that was yeah. I just I, I you know I, like you know some people mortgage their house. I told people I was gay for hundred bucks. <laughs> we love an entrepreneur. Um, so how how would you deal? Say say my uh, my wife. She her secrets were were sold on the web, mm. and uh, and she goes to sue you in a court of law. For mm. defamation or libel, how would you how would you handle that uh that case? She can't. What, what, what would your what would your defense be? <laughs> <laughs> that's his defense. No, because realistically, yes. I'm going to Google, man, and I'm licensing yes. the rights to, um, uh, Christine Klein's information, um, and so because I license the right, I own her uh, data. Wait, what? Uh, data, 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 data. Okay, okay, okay. okay. So. If she comes at me like, uh, this is defamation. Nah, fam, it's the truth. Look at you. You're kinky or something, you know? And then so she'll be like, I, I got one final question before we get to our decision to you. Mm. Um, what's to say someone doesn't just put a lot of money, all their money to find secrets about you so they can overthrow you in this business? Like how, how reliable are you as a head mm. of this company? The good thing is, because I am founder and CEO. You'll know no everything. One, no, no one can buy my data. <laughs> Oh, no one okay. can buy my data. I like it. So, in fact, I'm yeah, I'm safe. So I would like <laughs> to open open the bidding. Uh, I have another question, actually. Oh, okay, uh, I would like Say. to buy Harsh's question. Allowed. Granted. So you mentioned that you you mentioned that you're gonna get all this info from Google, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what if I use B? <laughs> No, that was part of my agreement, you fucker. Uh, actually, what you may find out is that a lot of these tech companies, they actually share their data to make each other mm. better. Yes. Oh. Um, and so we uh, buy from the data conglomerate mm. 
of all of them as a whole. Mm-hmm. But that's also why yours is more expensive because it's hard to get because you use Bing like an idiot. That may or may not be true. You spunk. <laughs> we <Thank> spunk. <laughs> all right, well, let's uh, let's mull it over. Or on your start. I saw you start. You, you, you I'll start. start. I'll start. Okay. <laughs> Turin, let me tell you my secret. I'm out. What? <laughs> oh, <laughs> Wait, why are you, you out? Know, that's oh, a good thing idiot. because I actually... I, 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 I just wanted to I say the here. secret part. So, yeah. I just wanted to say that. <laughs> I will match your offer. I don't know what the fuck I'm saying here. What? But I'll, I will... <laughs> whatever you propose, I'm, I'll do that. Yeah. I'll, one million for one percent. I'm all okay. in, baby. If if it's all right with you, I'd like to hear from the other spunks just to you know. No wait, I'm, mine's conditional. Like you can say now, yes, now, or I'm out. Now, oh. yeah. Christian, say it quick. No, it's, yeah, I mean you gotta give him an answer. I'm I'm, I'm respectful of my fellow spunk. Yeah, but Christian's not looking at the good offer, so I mean. Well, because it is exactly what I asked for. <laughs> I'll say yes. <laughs> Let's fucking go. <laughs> Suck my ass, Christian. <laughs> my offer is that I buy you a firewall that's it <laughs> you know what I think we're gonna be great business partners yeah mm. yeah <laughs> okay <laughs> great great summary great summary alright next despunk he spunk we spunk uh, Harsha, please make your way to the floor. Don't, don't, oh, what's that large Is that Harsha when he walks? Thank you. Hello, Spunks. Indeed. My name is Harsha, and I am the founder, CEO, co-founder, and co-chair of a company called Jumpsuit. Capital J, capital S. Don't forget it. <laughs> this company I'm hard. is going to change the world and travel as we know it. I recently, before I started, before I made the company of the product, I recently, unrelated, bought a suitcase weighing machine off Amazon. Okay. For so, no fucking reason. So a scale. Yes, but it was a suitcase. You mean like the one where one. like you can like where it hangs it. off the handle? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. okay, okay. Yep. Thank you. Yeah, please no more interruptions until I finish my pitch. Thank you. Spunk, be more clear. Be more clear then. Dickhead. Uh-huh. I'm out. Good. <laughs> Let me continue. I actually knew he'd go out. Bit under bus yeah. for that. Shut up. <laughs> I'm back. I will, I'm asking for $5 million for a 10% stake in my company. Mm-hmm. This is just starting out. You, okay. get, you get more stake than my, my secret. <laughs> <laughs> we've all been there hmm. we've been at the airport scrambling trying to get to that 40 pound or 50 pound limit on our suitcases hmm. removing random food random clothes random chocolates and xboxes and we have to take to india all that bs yeah we removed i've been there paid the extra fee move on waste of time we try to with suitcases on our weighing scale but the suitcase is too big it hides the number on the weighing scale and you have to look over and peek over do that shit you have to go borrow your friend's scale suitcase scale is that specific enough for you 
spunk her on. Yeah, that way. But if you, you're tall that. enough, you don't have to look around inside. You can actually just see. No, no, no. But just... it's covered. The number's covered because the suitcase is like really big. So yeah, let me. Continue. No, but you can always okay. see the number if you're really tall. Man. No. And uh, <laughs> so you borrow your friends, and like that's just hard to use, and you need to give it back. And like, they're, what if they're traveling at the same time? Then you're fucked. So, sorry, you're freaked. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> okay. So my product jumpsuit, like I said, mm. will change everything. This using free body diagrams and physical technology and microfibers, <laughs> we have implemented sensors in our suitcases that detect the compression, suppression, and depression of the sensors <laughs> to figure out the weight. Depression. <laughs> To figure out weight of the items. Mm. Normally, so suitcase, you already know the empty empty weight, like how much it weighs empty. Right. So it's like maybe like five to ten pounds. Mm. Every time I put in something in, the sensors will calculate the weight depression change of the mm. depression, compression, su- suppression. <laughs> so I'm I impressed. put a pair of pants. <laughs> I put in a pair of pants. That weight changes from 10 pounds to a whopping 10.1 pounds. Who the there, fuck? And this weight is uh, displayed on the top in the mm. where you uh, pull the handle to go up. Okay. This way, you will always know how much your suitcase weighs before you get to the airport. And they have different skills than the ones you use at home. Okay. And you'll always you'll skip the lines of your check-in and just go right away. In fact, your your suitcase weight will be so precise that mm. I've gotten to deal with airlines, so that you mm. can just take your check-in bag and put it in the carry-on because they know what's going in there. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, even if it's a really big bag? Yes. Oh, yep. okay, okay. okay. It's accurate. Okay, okay, okay. Move those carry-on bags to the back. Mm, the peasants. We've also implement starting to implement this new feature. Allows for a screen on the suitcase. Your screen are, is opaque on all sides, so it's a waste of space. We need to put a screen on there. It will tell you exactly what item is where in your suitcase based on the diagram. Oh, okay. Because um, before you uh, put an, an item in the suitcase in the first place, you can register the item with your suitcase, and then it would calculate the weight. So then you could, on the screen, it would order your items by weight from mm-hmm. heaviest to late, uh, least. And then if we need to take out something to meet a certain limit, you can just take that specific item out. You know where it is. You're going to have to unpack all your work you did before you go to okay. India and give chocolates and Wii and Xbox to your family members. <laughs> okay. <laughs> with that, you can jump the line. And don't forget your jumpsuit. Thank you. Nice, nice, nice. So, um, if I'm traveling in a in a hot climate, right, and some of my suitcase contains liquids, and they evaporate, will it actually account for the change in in weight, or do I have to open and recalculate, redepress, reimpress, recompress, <laughs> in order for it to know that the the weight inside has changed? Thank you for asking that question. When you put it in travel items like your sunscreen, lotion, soap, or anything that's not a solid, yes. we have a separate way traction. Why are you walking like this? It's like a flight attendant, bro. What the fuck is this? You have a ounces bar. It looks like a tube used in chemistry. You can see mm. how much it is. If it's evaporated, mm. it'll go down. It'll have a threshold there. You can see... You know, I want 10 ounces of stuff. I'll have it. Anything above 10 will mm-hmm. make it red. And then you know that you have too much liquid in your suitcase for whatever reason. If you need okay. to pee, you can pee in the suitcase if you have space. No one will know. What kind of tolerance do you use for these measurements? 
Tolerance. Can, uh, thank you. Uh, you know, we implement significant figures or sig figs in our company. <laughs> we love that so much. I would like to declare that I am out. <laughs> <laughs> For our uh, pounds, uh, this yes. is our primary weighing scale in the U.S. We're, we're trying to expand to other countries where we have to implement the metric system or kilograms. But to convert, you know, it's about like a 2.2... You yeah, know, the conversion what? rate. I thought, I thought you were doing sig figs. I thought you were doing sig figs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let me get there. So 2.2 is the conversion rate we're using for the conversion between the two weights. Okay. So since that <laughs> is a limiting factor of a tenth, we are yes. only providing a tenth of a tolerance. That's a horrible weight. tolerance, man. Not even huh? multiple items. That's that's not uh -huh. good math. That's not good math. But what even multiple items? Like multiple small items. That's not going to be. That's going to. Huh? <laughs> yeah, that's what I, I thought. Multiple, <laughs> about something wrong. <laughs> Oh, yeah. small items. When I meant tenth, you didn't you didn't uh like let me finish with the tenth is of the tenth is of micro weight. So oh a micro a micro weight. So the tenth right, to the negative six and then you get the tenth, you know? Mm. Tenth to the negative seventh. That's what you get. Oh that's very good tolerance. I'm back mm. here. Yeah. I'm back here. So uh Harsha, is that how you pronounce it? Harsha? Just Harsha, thank you. Harsha. Mm. So space travel is becoming a real concern for me. Because as a billionaire, I will be buying a spaceship. What if I want to weigh my stuff in space where there's mm. no gravity? Mm. There will be no depression. There mm. will be no suppression or compression. Mm. There will be no gravity. And mm. so, in fact, your skill will be wrong. It will be floating. It will be empty. It will feel mm. zero. Like. Thank you. Mm. Um, so, if you listen to my pitch, the sensors are inside the suitcase where it's tight-packed <laughs> Anti gravity technology. <laughs> so, Holy shit. since the sensors Wait, aren't, aren't affected by the uh, weight of the surroundings, it's just, weight, mm. it's just based on the how if this things are touching in the suitcase, we will mm. easily combat that issue. Good luck on your travels, sir. <laughs> should, we, should we just get to? Do we get to the investment part? Yes. Any more questions? Wait, how much? Wait, what was the original? $5 million for 10% stake in the company. We're currently trying to get deals with Target, Walmart, Costco, et cetera. However, uh, we're still trying to get into more of the brick and mortar aspect of our uh, product. Okay. Uh, I would like to conditionally offer, uh, as opposed to the brick and mortar, I'm here for the brick and morty. However, uh, <laughs> I, would, I would only offer my financial support if uh, there is a future agreement with airlines to have an like a uh, an agreement agreement <laughs> where oh future God, give me time. <laughs> I'm trying to I'm trying to formulate my, my sentence very professionally but it's just not working uh, that instead of it being a 50 pound limit where there's a contractual agreement <laughs> so that you can make 70 pound jumpsuits if you will uh, and you don't have to pay the extra fee because it's already pre-calculated that you cannot exceed 70 pounds in, in the jumpsuit. That's As a frequent flyer of Logan Airport, I will look to you to help me with this. Thank you, sir. <laughs> he bought my information? What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> now, Horsha, I will also throw in an offer. Um, you know, seeing as though I have connections with everybody on the planet because i own all of their data <laughs> i own the planet <laughs> uh 
you know, I know Target guy, I know Walmart guy, CEO guy, all of them. All the guys. Um, so I can get you in very quickly. In fact, tomorrow, if mm. you so please, if you have the inventory. Mm. But for this, I charge an extra fee. I offer you five million for twenty five percent of your company. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa! Okay, it's an insult, Harsha. All right, all right. Spunk for um, thank you. My offer? Yeah. I actually don't want. I don't want to be part of your company. I want to actually buy your anti gravity technology. How much for that? <laughs> <laughs> we use the clapping cheeks technology of Haran. <laughs> <laughs> you should. I own, the, I own the technology. You should be familiar. No, it's, na- no it's named after you. Oh, okay. like, we don't use your likeness, just your mm. name. Okay, then how much? And, how much uh, so uh, basically, let me go into the details of that technology if you like to know. No, I don't even want this... to know the details. I just want to know the okay, price. Okay. <laughs> oh, the price? <laughs> name the price. Uh, it's five million for ten percent, but you also have to get use that and then invest in jumpsuit. And then I'll give it to you. <laughs> Fuck that shit! I'm out. I'm so out. <laughs> this is a scam. So I'll be going with Christian's. Ideal mm. because it's uh, what I asked for. Damn, great! You don't want Turin's connections, man. Turin knows everything. Uh, Turin will take uh, take over the company. I don't actually. I can see that. Yeah. <laughs> Pleasure doing depression with you. <laughs> now, uh, as the as the third spunk, I feel it's my choice and my my privilege to go next. Speaking of privilege. Exactly. And that's that's how I would like to start my pitch, actually. Oh, um, no. <laughs> he's going to sell his white privilege. <laughs> One million. No. Uh, okay. So as I'm sure you have never had to deal with before, uh, as a white person looking at food, you're like, holy shit, I can't eat that. It's spicy. doesn't matter if it's cereal, peanut butter and jelly, sticky taco football, bro. It's fucking all spicy. So... I came up with a brilliant idea. It's called Spice Your Life. You ever used one of those, uh, you ever go to the dentist or a doctor in these post-COVID times where you have to get one of those thermometers where they just point it at your head and they tell you what your temperature is? Okay, so we, we came up with one of those. However, you take a swab of your food, you put it on this thermometer-style device, and it tells you the Scoville rating of that food, how spicy it is, so you know if your pale skin can deal with it. Now, it's a little little uh, little gun-like thing, and it's got a little LCD screen on it, and it tells you not what the Scoville rating is, but it goes on uh, different sets of ranges, and the ranges are <laughs> zero, Eskimo, zero Scov- Scoville rating, Eskimo, albino. You know, we haven't really come to a full like uh, licensing agreement with the Eskimo tribe, so I think we're gonna go with albino for now. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> When we move it on up, uh, we go to Jalapeno, which is 2,500 to 8,000 school bill rating. Uh, that that, uh, that threshold is called Republican. Um, <laughs> <laughs> next, we move on to 30,000 to 50,000 school bill, which is about a Tabasco sauce or whatever. We call that cultured passing. Um, and then we go to 50 to 100,000. It's about as much as a Thai chili pepper. Uh, we just call it Dave. Uh, Dave, um, and then 100k to 350k school bill rating. That's a Scotch bonnet or a ha- habanero pepper. Uh, it's called the chancla. 
and then we go to the red saving habanero which is about 350k 570k you know, it's very spicy for not me uh we call that the parental abuse rating um you know that's you know i don't think i should speak about that um and then we go to the ghost pepper which is say 850 to a mil and we call it the sahara and finally carolina reaper level it's just called no uh, it's at 1.4 to 2.2 but I, I would like to like to intricately tell you about the different details on uh lcd screen when you when you swap the food and you you put it at the little sensor we have at the bottom of the gun near the little trigger you know it's kind of funny it's, it's made for kids too they think they're in like uh, call of duty or fortnite or whatever it is it's a it's the toy for the whole family anyway uh so i don't like, I don't like that <laughs> well then you have problems and you probably should have the parental abuses anyway um so <laughs> Instead of it coming up with a little symbol of like, oh, that's a Thai chili pepper or that's a jalapeno, it just kicks out a skin tone um, based off of uh, the different spiciness levels. You know, as I described them, they go from descending order. <laughs> now, uh, I, I would I would be hesitant if I didn't tell you that uh, we did undergo uh, a lawsuit with the NAACP earlier this year, but we did settle. <laughs> Um, but we had to change our name, and I'm legally not allowed to tell you what our name was. <laughs> Pre. Anyway, this uh, this product is set to hit shelves in 2020 2024. Um, <laughs> can I get that year again? I think I think my connection for the like stable. Twenty thousand anyway. views. Anyway. <laughs> um, for a measly 1945. Uh, 19. What? what? Oh, when World War II ended? What do you mean? No, no, I'm sorry. The cost of the product is fourteen dollars and ninety-five cents. I'm sorry, inflation. Oh. You know, it got all it got all messed up in my head. You know, I just you know, time travel and buying people's information. It's a long day. So, uh, I am looking for a two point two million investment. Oh, sorry, in uh, Great British pounding, and uh, with a four point two percent stake with a ten-year return where you could earn with more future investments a greater stake in the company. Uh, and there is lucrative under the table, uh, 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 potential under the table <laughs> to where we do some trafficking, oh like with, with different chili peppers and different, you know. I think this. you said children. No, no, no. I no, said no it was way. fun for the whole family, not <laughs> profitable for the whole family. You said um, it was a toy for the whole family. <laughs> That's what I said. Fun toy. You, toy's not fun. <laughs> I don't know. Man. So, I graciously appreciate your time today. I would love to stick around. However, we do have follow up with the American Civil Liberties Union. Um. <laughs> so I kind of need an answer soon. I, I'm open for a few Q&A questions, but uh, my lawyer has told me that if I'm in public for more than 15 minutes, I could be in jail. So, shoot away. But with the thermometer, please. I don't need any more lawsuits. So, how much does it cost you to make? $3. Okay, so decent margins there. Yeah. Sell it for 15 make it for 3 Yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. you haven't started selling them, have you? I mean... Who the fuck are you to ask? 
You said they're coming out in 2020, 2024. Oh, I, did I speak incorrectly? So we actually launched the product in 2014 under a different name, but uh, we had to go through different. Uh, we had a. Uh, if I'm if I'm being 100 percent honest with you, we did some testing on animals and it did not go well. So we had to rescind the product. Uh, it was our actual our first lawsuit. It was it was groundbreaking at our company. Um, <laughs> And so we we reworked the idea. Uh, we went to China, talked to them about it. They didn't help us at all, so we left. And uh, yeah, we spent a summer in Swahili. And uh, yeah, <laughs> wait, what? In Swahili? That's the language. Bro. <laughs> I'm sorry. Did my unit cut off? I meant studying Swahili. Oh, okay. I, I apologize. <laughs> and did that get you guys the answer? <laughs> Actually, it really, it really, I'm so happy that you asked that because instead of kicking out the skin tones, it just started kicking out Swahili and none of us, we, we may have studied it, but we had no idea what it meant. So we had to actually rework the entire software. We went into Microsoft Paint. We did everything we could. Uh, yeah, it was really, it was, it was trying times in our company, but I, I'm very proud of all two of us. I had a couple questions. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, yes. For me personally, it's kind of hard for me to relate to how spicy like one of those peppers is to another in yeah, terms of, of if I can eat it or not. Yeah. Is there a way for me to program it so it relates mm. to things I've eaten in the past? There is a trial model going on right now to where you can set ranges so that you can... It's like uh, on your Apple iPhone when you go to the you go to these different locations and it says that you've been here before. It say that you've eaten this food before, or something in this range. Uh, it's a test model we got going on right now. We uh, we sent it to yeah, and so they came back with us and uh, they told us that we're doing a great job as they do out there and uh, you know. And uh, yeah, and there's also another setting to where it will tell you just straight yes or no if uh, you can set a, a threshold. So if it's over X amount of time or X amount of points on the Scoville scale, uh, you just know not to eat it. Indubitably. So I'll just kick things off very early. I know. Oh, spicy. I like you, this my, guy. I this know guy. the rest of my uh, <laughs> sponsor are still asking questions, but uh, I'm out. Because I refuse to give white people more guns. Nice. I feel like he listened to 5% of that pitch. <laughs> I'm going to buy his information. <laughs> you can't. You can't. <laughs> um, well, first, I want to thank you for bravely stepping out in public to do this. For uh, you know, <laughs> I think you only have a couple minutes left yeah. on this program. Um, I think my ankle's acting up, my monitor, but... um. Okay, I guess I, I had two questions real quick. Uh, okay. My first question was, how many times can you reuse this product until like it's not going to give like reliable information anymore? Or uh, like, once you purchase it, can you just keep using it at infinite times? It ha it comes with a USB C battery. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, my next my next question. <laughs> you you were saying that um. That like once, like after you invest, there's more be times to invest more to get um, a higher stake in the company. Like, yeah. What's the cap on that? No cap. <laughs> no cap. <laughs> yeah, no kizzy, bro. Um, no 
Well, it depends on the return of your investment and how much you are personally involved with our company. Uh, we really okay. run things as a family. You know, we run every <laughs> everything is fun for the whole toy family. Um, so we we like to treat <laughs> every individual as an individual part of our family. And so the more you put it, the more you get out. So okay. the the cap actually is no cap right now. Um, but in you know if we starting to go a little sour, we may have to rob some of your investment, <laughs> like emotionally, not obviously financially. Okay, okay. I feel like that would be I would be doing you a disservice if I lied to your face. <laughs> yeah, I like the environment you created in your company. I like the whole family yeah. emphasis. Um, it's fucking lit. <laughs> and for that right there I'm <laughs> you lost me the last second <laughs> sorry Harsha come on it's up to me can I use this to tell how hot my food is you mean temperature wise yes if I'm able to eat it or not I don't want to burn my tongue because it's yeah, temperature wise that's just oh. a fucking thermometer <laughs> Hey, did I fucking ruin your thing by just going with data mining? Okay, let me, I got this, I got this, I got this. Uh, yeah, so there's actually, there's a dual wield setting. So if you buy two, mm. they like counteract each other. And instead of telling you the Scoville, it's like, it's like if you went to a, a paintball, uh, you know, range, and then you shot mm. two colors and they made a third color. If you point two guns at the same thing, they put out uh, like a different result and that's a that's a temperature but it's only in celsius so you might have to do some significant figure conversions <clears throat> so is this like third temperature value like hologram over the food or something or like where would it go if you only have two guns <laughs> no it, it actually outputs so obviously there's there's not a laser coming out of the guns but there is an individual beam or sorry invisible individual beam that like <laughs> it helps to censor with these guns right and uh, it shows up on the LCDs on the on the goods. Cool. And then does the fourteen ninety five include shipping and handling? <laughs> I will make sure you are fully handled if you pay fourteen ninety five. I mean, I mean, I mean. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to the family. Roll Tide. <laughs> Fantastic. And now for the time we have for our, today, guys, <clears throat> uh, thanks for listening to the episode. Now for, you know, you know what they say, the best thing comes last with our final spunk. Haran, take it home. Hey there, everyone. Howdy. <laughs> um, I haven't actually come up with a name for my product or my company, but I'm the CEO of that, if you will. Um, so basically, mine came from the inspiration where, you know, a lot of us, we were students on college, in college campus, at a college campus at one point, you know, we see people like on a daily basis, a lot of faces that we know, but we don't actually know their names, you know, and like maybe like once in a while you saw it be like, hey, I see you around, what's your name? And you hear them say it, but like five seconds later, do you remember it? Most likely you don't, you know, especially like a lot of faces, they all look the same, right? So a couple months ago, doing my, my weekly tech, week, tech readings, <laughs> and um, I found out that Microsoft released a hololens glass um which pretty much 
like it's kind of like uh iron man if you've seen iron man like he can just like fucking like put on his glasses and just like look at shit like put holograms up throw shit around you know all okay. the information right okay so i was thinking what if you just put those glasses on and you can just and you just recognize people's faces and they just have their names next to it and then you just know their names that, that was it it was as simple as that but then i realized i called i called bill bates and i was like you know i want to make this partnership agreement like add this feature like with my company how how would that work he said that we had to buy the company okay um, microsoft is valued at 2.3 trillion dollars okay and that's why i'm here today <laughs> <laughs> i need your help <laughs> okay to buy microsoft so I can implement this to make mm-hmm. uh, my life easier and make everyone's life easier. Mm-hmm. Think about it. Mm-hmm. If, I mean, you guys could pull your money together. I can get a full investment tree and I'm fully loaded. He has all he has all the data too, so it might even be cheaper with his help. So that is that is my pitch. So what what would you plan on doing for the other parts of Microsoft other than the lens? Like, I'm literally only in, invested in this one thing. But you have to buy all of Microsoft, correct? That is true, yes. So what happens to all of those working, middle-class men and women? What happens to their families? Do they starve? They join your family, sir. (laughs) Bro, did you not get that we are a racially exclusive family? Wait, what? I didn't get that. Wait, why? I'm just my lawyer. I gotta go. (laughs) Exclusive. But if you think about it, you guys are technically buying Microsoft. I'm just part of the. I'm along for the ride, just to you know make this thing happen. So, if anything, it's the opportunity of a lifetime for you, for you spunks. You know what they say about spunk in a lifetime. <laughs> lifetime to go. I'll be quick here. Quick spunk. For a number of reasons, including the fact that I'm more of a macro hard guy. Including the fact that Bill Gates has COVID today and you just called him for this idea, and even though you didn't mm. ask him how he's doing. Right, mm. I didn't call him today. Who said I called him today? And, uh, and uh, <laughs> moving on. And also, uh, just want to say that I wish I had my HoloLens glasses now so mm. I could remember that forgetful pitch. I'm out. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> how would that make you forget? That didn't even make sense. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for your intro. <laughs> you said your name was uh, Harambe? Is that right? I'm sure. You can call me whatever you want. Okay, Daddy. Um, here's, the, here's the deal. <laughs> I just don't want to know people's names. And so I need you to tell me in a sentence or less why I should be interested. Tell me I one mean, I word, guess... actually. One word only. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, so <laughs> why you should... Why I, I sh- why I should want to know people's names? Because. <laughs> Turn on my house to make a pitch before I uh, unload on this spunk. I'm the spunk. Fuck. So actually, about a decade ago, you know, I was an early investor in Google Glass. You know. You know oh. This shit, they put the, the screen infamous in Google Glass. Are yeah. you gonna conglomerate? Depression. <laughs> So when I invested in them, I signed a NDA non-compete. Mm. So unfortunately, you're tied. I'm going to have to break that NDA to work with you. <laughs> Let's go. 
<laughs> well, what, what did you ask for? Well, I didn't even, you didn't even say he, that. He, he just wants, he you, wants you to buy Microsoft. I need oh, you to right, buy right, Microsoft. Right, right. <laughs> but for a man, a man of your stature, you know. Yes. I, I don't think that's asking for much. Wait, Haran, if Tarun buys Microsoft, how much of Microsoft would you get then? Dude, I, I, I just have, I'm a man with a vision. I don't care what I get paid. I just need this to happen mm. for my life oh. to get better, you know? So mm. you can remember Stutter Guy? <laughs> yes, I can remember his name. You know, sometimes you gotta remember you gotta remember the names of people that you wronged. You know, so that mm. you, you live with that. You know, you live with that mm. that pain, and that makes you a better person. Mm. That's no. what I believe. That's what I stand for in life. And I'm that's, sitting right now, but that's what I stand for. That's that's very respectable. However, I do not like to make a positive impact on people's lives, and for that reason, <laughs> I'm out. Thank you. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what are they doing? That what do they do right after the episode ends? And they just like talk to the people after. Yeah, sure. But or like, don't they like the spunks just talk or something? Yeah. So that. basically, is is a great wrap up, everybody. I think uh, I think everybody's product got sold. I think everybody comes out of this a winner. Um, I do actually have to go because the lawyers are quite literally standing outside my door. Um, <laughs> the character is is broken. I am going to jail. Uh, and <laughs> this this has to be the end of the episode uh but we appreciate you guys sticking through hopefully you enjoyed our very narrowly direct we worked very hard on these pitches i want you to know that uh but we work hard on everything we do so if you want to listen to more of our episodes head over to apple Podcasts, spotify youtube amazon tv netflix hulu wherever you get your podcasts from Head over to our Instagram at an interesting discussion. You can see all of our guests, all of our wonderful posts, video, picture, whatever you want to see. It's all there. We work very hard on that as well. And we work very hard on our guest episode that will be coming up next week. And we hope to catch you guys there. All right. See you all then. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.